Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to another edition of the EKN Outlap. It is our preview podcast that we put out as part of our EKN Trackside Live coverage. The event we're talking about uh, this particular show will be the finale for the 2021 Challenge of the Americas presented by Royce and Baxter. The event happening on March the 26th to 28th this coming weekend at Sonoma Raceway in Sonoma, California. Rob Howden alongside David Cole. David will be trackside. Right now, though, it is Tuesday, March the 23rd. This is episode number 19 of The Outlap, and we are getting set to uh, give you essentially a preview of what is going to happen this coming weekend. This edition of the EKN Outlap presented by Leading Edge Motorsports. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of countless drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Leading Edge Motorsports is the West Coast importer and factory team for IP karting, which manufactures the ultra-competitive Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge will be trackside at the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, California Pro Kart Challenge, Stars Championship, and Rock Cup events in 2021. Contact us today to book your spot under the tent. Visit LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more info or find them on Facebook and Instagram. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. All right, DC, uh, our only uh, conflict weekend of the year. Um, I will be at NOLA Motorsports for the opening round of the Scusa Pro Tour, the Winter Nationals. You, however, are heading to uh, sunny California. You're heading to Sonoma uh, for the final round of the Challenge of the Americas. Record numbers at the last round at Cal Speed. Not quite the same for this one. Obviously, with the conflict, I think a couple of drivers going either way. But the bottom line is still some pretty decent numbers, over 100, which is good for this, uh, this finale for Coda. I think that's the key, and I think that is what uh, promoter Andy Saisman told me, is I think this is the first time in a, in a very long time that they've had all three race weekends over 100 uh, oh, for key. entry total. So that that's the key factor. Um, obviously I, we got the Cal speed bump, uh, to get the record. And that's, you know, guys who don't travel outside Cal speed do not travel outside of Cal speed. So, uh, so that's part of, you know, that helps with the bump, but, yeah. uh, doesn't help with the finale totals, but again, uh, better than, uh, what we have seen before in the past, obviously last year being, uh, canceled due to COVID-19. So this will be the first time in two years that we, uh, return back to the Sonoma raceway. Yeah, great point, as you said, though, and a, and a highlight for Andy Saisman, the promoter, have all three events over 100, and, of course, that big number at the last event, 147 in total. David, we'll jump into the numbers after our first break. We do that, as, as we always do here on the Outlap. Let's talk a little bit about the event itself. Let's kind of set the stage for the preview. As I had said on the intro, March 26th, 27th, 28th, this coming weekend, you uh, are, are traveling from Grand Rapids out to uh, to California on Thursday. You'll be trackside on Friday. Rounds five and six of a six-round championship, best five count. Uh, we'll talk, of course, about all the categories because the championship's still up for grabs. But uh, 14th season for the championship, David, started back in 2008. But uh, uh, good to see the, the good momentum, the solid momentum for the challenge. Yeah, solid momentum in the right direction. Uh, it's been going that way since the move over to the Rock Cup USA uh, engine platform, and and so it's 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 just gathered that momentum uh, year after year. And and obviously we you know we were unsure when uh, when COVID struck what would actually happen to our sport, and thankfully it's kind of uh, gelled together, and everybody's been uh, on board with with the sport and new people coming in, and and just. 
everything's been in the right direction. And that's, that's certainly showing in the challenge as well too. And, and, uh, and it should be an exciting finale, uh, going again, going back to Sonoma raceway. We've, we've ended the program there a number of times. This is a 10th, 10th time we've actually visited, uh, the Sonoma raceway. So it's, uh, it's, it's very familiar to those who have been with the challenge for a long time. And, and it's a great place to, to end up the championship. Well, let's just put it this way. I know Saisman says it all the time. It's probably the best view, uh, right, of any of any kart track in North America. The, the way you look out over top of the track is the way the, the track is situated high on the hill uh, it, on the grounds of Sonoma Raceway. It's such a gorgeous view. The track is fantastic. Unbelievably glass smooth. Interesting thing, David, for this particular weekend, a new layout. I think everybody's kind of used to either going clockwise or counterclockwise, pretty much use the same layout through tic-tac-toe, but something totally different uh, this particular weekend. I'm, I'm interested to see what they decided to do. Yeah, the the removal of tic-tac-toe, that is the key element to this new track layout, which is going to be called as the pro-national circuit, uh, 10 turns, 7 tenths of a mile uh, in the clockwise direction. So essentially the tic-tac-toe that is very familiar, popular with the Sonoma Raceway uh, circuit uh, is eliminated. So no jumping over two different curbs and then a tight uh, 180 degree corner to go back up the hill towards the paddock. This time it's just 180 degrees. So they're going to, uh, the, the tick, right. Am I am tick? Yeah. So tick yeah. <laughs> would be the first turn and then it'll basically be another right-hand turn to go up towards the paddock again. So essentially eliminating the, uh, the tack and the toe of that of that section because all of it's paved ironically they use it for uh helicopter landings during uh ma big major events that happen at the sonoma raceway facility because they turn the cart track into parking lot essentially and that's a a uh a helicopter landing zone so uh basically the carts will be going through a helicopter landing zone which is still paved uh again you know it's not like it's it's you know we're doing rally cross here or anything like that but uh It'll be cool. It'll be, uh, it'll give it a different element. Um, it'll be less wear and tear on the chassis. Uh, that's obviously one of the concerns about the tic-tac-toe section and especially going the clockwise direction uh, because it's a lot of speed going down into it and then a hard braking zone to go back up the hill. But interesting. Uh, yeah. This, this way, uh, I think it'll present uh, obviously an, I don't want to say easier passing opportunity, but a more a more normal passing opportunity yeah. compared yeah, right. to what you get with tic tac toe. Yeah, just got somebody just throwing it in the inside, right? <laughs> exactly. Sure. So you, it's just a, you know, basically you're looking at it as either either it depends on how it how it races, either two ninety degree corners or just one long sweeping one eighty. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, we'll see. I'm look I'm looking forward to getting your input when, once you've got their track side. David, the interesting thing about the, the challenge finale at Sonoma, you mentioned it's the 10th time it's been there. I looked I quickly before we came on here, looked at the weather. Um, there have been weekends at <laughs> Sonoma for the challenge where they literally had to stop because of the rain. Did they, did they not cancel like when you have to cancel like half the day or something because of, that, of a the, torrential rain? The opening year of the challenge in 2008, the, the second round was in Sonoma. Uh, they got through Saturday's round barely, and they actually canceled Sunday's round and moved it to the Xplex uh, wow. for the finale. So they ran three rounds at the Xplex. So yeah, the the torrential rain uh, came down in Sonoma. I believe the race was in February. So thus the reason why yeah. 
they don't go racing in Sonoma in February. So end of end of March though, and dude, sunny, low seventies. You guys could not ask for much more. Well, again, you know, you can't count on it because everything can change within minutes, uh, as we've seen there a number of times. But as of right now, the weather looks promising, and we'll see if uh, if that stays true all weekend long. And hopefully, it does because it'll be the first time in a long time that we do not get the uh, the dreaded R word. Yeah, exactly that. Uh, all right, give, Dave, give us a breakdown. What's the event schedule look like for the event you're heading to on Thursday? Uh, I will arrive there later Thursday. They've already run an unofficial practice that day, along with Wednesday. That'll both be run by the racetrack itself. Friday is when the Challenging Americas takes over, and they'll host five rounds of practice. It'll be eight, uh, three eight-minute sessions, a 12-minute session, and a 17-hot pit uh, session to wrap up the day, which is typically the, our uh, our warm up on the ECAN live uh, broadcast. Uh, we'll we'll see if we'll be able to do that again as well. Uh, Saturday round five warm up qualifying pre final will be fourteen laps for most categories. Cadets will be at eleven, and then our finals will be twenty laps with sixteen laps for the cadet level divisions, and then we'll repeat that for round six on Sunday to uh to crown this year's champions for the challenge in americas yeah and with the best five of the six counting a good possibility we'll go right to the very end uh, to see who ends up winning the championship should be a lot of fun folks we're going to jump into our first break in the action then we come back as i had said we'll we'll look at the numbers because obviously a uh, drop down from that cow speed bump we expect the final round always to be the, the least amount of drivers still over that that magic hundred mark as uh, this program continues uh, with the momentum that's shown over the last two years. Stay with us, folks. More to come here on this edition of The Outlap. In 2020, PSL Karting will enter its 21st year of serving the North American karting community, and they're proud to be North America's importer and distributor for the legendary Burrell Art brand, having once again won Burrell Art's Distributor of the Year. PSL Karting is your source for all things Burrell Art, providing this top quality product both through their expansive dealer network or through their own pslkarting.com online store. We have over 100 carts in stock at all times, including the new Charles Leclerc line of carts carrying the name of Ferrari's Formula One pilot. PSL Karting can provide you with a Burrell Art, Ricardo, or Charles Leclerc turnkey package with an IAMI, Rotax, Rock, or Briggs power plant complete and ready to race. Whatever you need is available 24-7 at our online store, including parts and components, consumables like AMSOIL, Motul, and Rotex XPS engine oil, and Vroom lubricants, Micron data acquisition systems and Unipro, and driver safety gear from Bell, Arai, Freem, and Alpine Stars. Trackside, we're also the karting distributor for Bell Racing USA. Our race trailer is always stocked with Bell helmets and components. Arrive and Drive programs, supported by PSL's experienced staff and in-house engine program, are available for all major U.S. and Canadian events. When you're ready to win, call PSL Karting or visit one of our dealers. Acceleration Kart Racing is your first and only stop on the internet for carts, parts, and the safety gear you need to get you on the track. Visit shopakr.com for a great selection of karting equipment on a user-friendly website. Acceleration Kart Racing has aligned itself with many of the top manufacturers and distributors of the sport to 
to ensure all the latest equipment is available to you, the racer. With over 20 years in business and customer support available six days a week, you can be confident about getting the right parts at the right price when you need them. Be sure to visit shopakr.com today or stop by their headquarters in Las Vegas. Make sure to follow Acceleration Kart Racing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest specials and new arrivals. Welcome back to episode number 19, a new edition of the EKN Outlap, our preview podcast, part of the EKN Trackside Live coverage that we'll have for this coming weekend's Challenge of the Americas finale up at Sonoma Raceway in Sonoma, California, one of the most beautiful tracks uh, in terms of the view and the facility, like the, the, the layout of the racetrack and the, the surface, just a tremendous track. Uh, my name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole. Thank you so much for tuning in, whether you're on the ECAN Radio Network, listening potentially as well on uh, on the podcast. We love having you. David, let's have a look at the numbers. Uh, CalSpeed 147. As we rolled into Sonoma with pre-entries here on the Tuesday, 103. So let's say with a couple of walk-ups, we end up at, let's say, 105 to 110. That's th- Those are still some strong numbers. And as you had said at the start, in talking to Andy Saisman, uh, all three races over a hundred is uh, is a big step in the way they're moving in terms of momentum. Yeah, that's that's key to uh, to what's been going on with the program and the Challenge of the Americas and just Rock Cup USA in general. Getting just continue to growing the numbers bit by bit, little by little, and obviously, you know, as we've seen over the last couple of years, the shifter categories have been uh, king supreme. Uh, at Challenge of the Americas, so that's that's kind of where we see our bigger numbers. Uh, aside from now, the senior 100 cc categories, or even all 300 cc categories, are starting to to gain momentum as we've been kind of talking about uh, early on this this season on the we- about the West Coast racing. Is most most racers are now moving towards that engine package rather than the 125s for at least senior and junior and masters drivers. So uh, that's kind of the battle where we're at. Uh, obviously numbers are down when you talk 147 to 103. Um, you know, we talked about the Cal speed bump. There's a number of drivers that just were there for the Cal speed event. And we do have some drivers that were at the first couple of rounds that won't be back for, for the finale just because of whether it be scheduling conflicts or, or the fact that, uh, you know, they're out of a championship. So they, they're going to focus on, uh, what the summer program may be that would be coming up for them. So, uh, but I think overall, when you look at it, you know, shifter numbers are almost at 30 with 17 and shifter rock and 12 in the shifter masters rock. Um, that kind of leads away along with senior hundred CC at 19. Yeah, indeed. And you think about, you brought the two things up, right? So there's the conflict with the Scusa race out at NOLA. Um, they're going to have over 200. So you're looking at at least over 300 and something racers on this particular weekend. There's going to be a, you know, a number of them, of course, in Sonoma, a number of them in New Orleans. Uh, but you're looking at the numbers here and, and you're seeing still that strength, as you said, in the 100cc categories. Uh, quite a bit of a, a drop down. Actually, the biggest drop is actually in 100cc senior from 32. That big jump, of course, at uh, at CalSpeed down to 19 right now uh, going into the finale. But you get the conflict and you've got just that final round of a series where guys started the season off. Maybe they were trying to go for a championship, trying to get that ticket to go to the Rock Cup Super Final uh, in Italy. But again, you know, it's you're going to see the drop down. And we've seen it. And again, still 103 plus walk-ups, they get to 110. That's a huge success in my book still. So good numbers all, all total, David. And you know what? Still, 
only a couple of Canadians because normally we see a good number of Canadians at the series as well. Yeah, and that that's a big that's a been a factor over obviously the three events that we've had with Challenging Americas and the fact with COVID restrictions uh, limiting uh, a lot of uh, racers' options from the from the uh, the country of Canada, obviously including you uh, to be able to announce uh, last month. But uh, I think you look at the positive, you look at the cadet numbers. You know, again, we're at twenty two overall. 14 in mini, and then a record eight on the, on the year in micro. So, uh, to have the the most that we've had in micro, I think that that just bodes well again for the future of the program. Yeah. And still, like you said, you, you talked about this in our, in our last outlap before, uh, uh, the, the race that you went to at Cal speed was the numbers in the micro and mini categories, right? There was seven. Now there's eight. So it's actually a micro with the only class that actually goes up. But a total of 22 drivers in the cadet classes. And again, that bodes well. That's the future, right, David? You keep talking about it. 22 drivers cadet. They'll be in junior in the next couple of years. Then they'll be in senior. And that's really good to see those numbers strong. Yeah, so I'm excited to see uh, how the micro class races. At last. I mean, Cal Speed was nearly all all seven of the drivers racing for the victory. So nice. I, I expect to see that again. And, and Mini Rock will have a number of uh, drivers up there fighting for the win. And and again, junior hundred CC that category is is has been the probably the 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 most educational because we didn't know a lot of the drivers, so we're starting to learn more and more about the uh, about the drivers and and really a lot of the championships are going to be going down to the wire because it's just like hundred CC, uh, you're talking like couple points separating the top two, so that'll be uh, it'll be very exciting all weekend long. Yeah, when we jump into it, the cool factor is four different winners in, in Junior 100cc in the four first rounds. So like David said, super tight. All right, stay with us, folks. When we get back, time to start talking about class-by-class uh, class previews. We'll jump into Shifter Rock and Shifter Masters Rock after this break. In Colorado, the place to go for carts and parts and everything else you need to go racing is Forward Direction Motorsports. It's Colorado's premier karting company. Owned and operated by veteran carter Greg Welch, Forward Direction Motorsports is located in Centennial, Colorado. FDM has been developed to provide customer service and product sales at all levels and in both in-person and online. We're a brick and mortar shop that serves as the hub for karting in Colorado, and we're a gateway to new racers who can come in and learn about the sport. We also have an online store and can ship all over the country. We can also service all makes and models of engines and carts. Whatever you race, we can take care of you. Forward Direction Motorsports is a comp cart dealer, an authorized Rotax service center, and we can fully support all Briggs 206 racers. We support local karting 100%, and we also have a race team that takes our customers to major regional and national events on the West Coast. From cart prep and coaching to full arrive and drive packages, we offer something for everyone. You don't have to live in Colorado to experience Full Direction Motorsports' vast experience or dedication to customer service. Our online store continues to expand its inventory, and the products you need are just a mouse click away. Head to fdmcarting.com the next time you need parts and equipment fast. We ship daily. Shop online or come to the store to check out our inventory and visit our service department. Head to fdmcarting.com to learn more about our products and services, Call us direct at 720-323-3650. Experience and passion. 
that's what led to the launch of AMAX Racing. Owner Charles Maxwell began AMAX Racing in 2015, expanding the operation in 2019 with a focus on driver development for racers of all age groups and backgrounds. From top-level drivers to grassroots racers or families looking for a team that will help them achieve their goals, AMAX Racing can guide you with the absolute best trackside service at affordable prices. No matter the chassis, AMAX Racing welcomes you and has the experience to put you on the top of the podium. You can join the AMAX Racing family in 2021 at the Cup Karts North America, United States Pro Kart Series, and WK Manufacturers Cup Series, along with selected local events at Whiteland Raceway Park and Newcastle Motorsports Park. For more information, contact them at 317-437-5886 or find them on Facebook. AMAX Racing, all of your karting needs under 110. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, episode 19 of the EKN Outlap, part of our EKN Trackside Live coverage presented by Cooper Tires. David Cole and Rob Howden here giving you the a bit of a preview of what we've got coming up this weekend for the Challenge of the Americas finale at Sonoma in California. David, let's go into the Shifter Rock category. You mentioned all total 29 pre-entries in the, in the, uh, the Shifter Senior and Masters Rock combined. We'll start with the Senior category, 17 pre-entries. Raymond Rossitti with a couple of wins to start off the season in Phoenix. And uh, Billy Musgrave and Kyle Wick getting the wins at Cal Speed. Points look good. Kyle Wick with the lead coming in, but this should be a really interesting weekend. Yeah, essentially, it's a two-driver fight going uh, into the weekend, obviously, with the mathematics. Still a number of drivers uh, competing for for the championship, but basically, it's come down to uh, Remo Ruschitti and uh, Kyle Wick. Uh, Ruschitti got the two wins in Phoenix, but had a, didn't quite get the performances he wanted to at Cal Speed, so that it's kind of cost him in the overall hunt, as that allowed Kyle Wick, who scored the victory in round four, not to mention the runner-up in round three, uh, to move up into the championship lead now, leading by only five points heading into the weekend. But again, the best of uh, five out of uh, best five out of six are going to count. So again, every point's going to matter. You're talking about five points for qualifying. You're talking about five points for fast lap. Uh, everything's going to matter. Every session is going to matter, including the pre-finals that you know count ten. For for a win, a hundred for the main event. That's so, right. uh, yeah, 100, 120 yeah, is a magic thing, number. David, I, we we always bring up when we're talking about Sonoma, and that's the fact that if it's your local, if it's your track, if it's your local track, you're going to be strong. We always see so many of the local drivers really step up and potentially steal away some wins. Especially it makes it makes things interesting for the finale because there's lots of times that a local driver can be right in the middle of the hunt, right in a, in a championship battle. That, yeah, that's key at Sonoma, especially because we do get a number of drivers who are really fast in Sonoma and uh, have the ability to, yes, break up the uh, monotony that is the championship chase and and kind of throw a wrench at uh, those who are fighting for, for the title and kind of shaped up the race a little bit differently because some drivers are racing for points and some are just racing for the top of the podium. So that's that's going to be key. Uh, I think Aiden O'Neill is going to be one of those uh, those uh, factors uh, on the weekend. Uh, a um, Rock the Rio uh, podium finisher, or top top contender there. Uh, Anthony Freeze is is quick at home uh, on the Burrell Art Cart, and then uh, we have a returning driver with Philippe Dennis uh, on the GFC coming back to uh, challenging America's competition uh, this weekend. So he'll be. 
a bit of a, a wild card as the weekend goes on. Yeah, I was messaging with Phil uh, just late last week talking about uh, he, he's still trying to put together some a package potentially to get back to the road to Indy, but he's also one of the top drivers, a very accomplished driver in iRacing as well and runs in a lot of different uh, kind of top-level series, part of a couple teams, and he told me he was coming back to do some shift car racing. He was excited to get back, back behind the wheel, and, and David being part of a pretty big team for Gary Carlton's GFC operation as well. I want to say they've got, I think six drivers uh, or six or seven drivers. I believe they got uh, Nick Chavello, Phil Dennis, as we said, uh, Jacob Gulick, uh, Brendan Ruzbarski, Cal Wick, Connor Wick, man, it's a, it's a pretty strong stout group under the GFC tent in the uh, shifter rock senior class. Well, yeah, you got three alone fighting for the championship yeah. mathematically when you count uh, Wick alongside Jacob Gulick and, and Kiwan Tandon. Uh, Gulick is third, Tandon fourth, so 140 points back for Tandon, so a little bit out of range, but again, you never know with the best five out of six. Gulick, 90 points back. Uh, it's gonna uh, both, Obviously, both of them are going to need a little bit of help, but again, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, you know, at Sonoma with uh, with the wild cards and, and what the top two do against one another, whether they uh, they uh, get together or or something like that happens. And then one thing, David, in looking at the spreadsheet here of the of the pre entries that we got, I don't see Keon Tandon on there right now. I wonder whether or not uh, I don't know if he's going to the Scusa event in, in uh, New Orleans or or whether he may be an at track entry. Uh, yes, that that is one thing I did not uh, review on that part. I just kind of wrote out the points. I forgot to look for that. Um, as far as I know, uh, he is not at uh, NOLA, so uh, maybe just a walk-up entry or not racing at all. So that's, uh, that's one thing we'll have to watch uh, when we get there Friday morning. Let's jump into the uh, Shifter Masters Rock category, David. Twelve pre-entries, and it looks to me uh, the cool fact is I think I think all the, the guys in the in the in the lead hunt are coming here this weekend. Michael Valiente, of course, coming back with that win to start the season off at uh, at Phoenix. Uh, Cliff Quiella, him coming back as well. A couple of drivers we saw back in the you know late '90s, early 2000s, being star racers. Uh, Quiella back, he got the win as well. But Kevin Woods coming back, David, after not a stellar weekend in the opener. To be able to, to sweep the main events at uh, at Cal Speed uh, keeps him in the point lead, but not by much, right? Three points over Quiella heading to the finale. Yeah, the two two wins in Cal Speed certainly helped uh, get, get that momentum back on the uh, the side of the defending champion Kevin Woods. Going to need uh, to perform well at home at Sonoma, so he has that going for him. But Cliff is no stranger to Sonoma; been there a number of times, understands how the racetrack works. Uh, so he'll be a challenge along with Valiante. You know, he, he at another again, a no stranger to the Sonoma Raceway facility as well, too. So, again, a lot of experience there in the, in the three drivers uh, fighting it out for the championship. As you said, uh, Cliff is only down by three points with Valiante back by 67. So, again, still everything kind of up in the air as we head into the series finale. And a couple of drivers with lots of seat time at Sonoma. Ryan Yop, Patrick O'Neill, and Michael Gouache. I think I'll all be in the fight as well. You know, Gouache look good uh, at Phoenix. I obviously wasn't at Cal Speed, so I can't comment directly. But Patrick O'Neill, David, uh, man, he is always so good at Sonoma. And he literally could be racing for the for the race win, right? Well, that's that, yeah, that's the difference. I think Sonoma has, as you mentioned, it's a very flat surface. And it doesn't grip up like 
it grips like a normal racetrack where cow speed grips up like a monster, you know? And I think that, <laughs> I think that kind of caught some people off guard and I think it caught maybe, I know O'Neill had some troubles, uh, with some contact during, in, during some of the races. And I think, uh, I think Gash just, uh, just wasn't able to get to come to gr- terms of the grip level yeah. that was getting laid down at cow speed. So again, because this, this new Levanto tire is very grippy, very soft. And, uh, and much different than, uh, what, uh, the Bridgestone tire was that, uh, the series I've been using before. This is going to be a fun championship battle for sure. Kevin Woods, as we said, running for Ron White racing, that's kind of their home track folks. So there's going to be some interesting, uh, battling between Aquila, who's an Arizona guy. You got Kevin Woods, who's, uh, who's the, who's the, the, uh, the Sonoma guy. And then you throw in Valiente, who's got you know, so much experience around the country and around the, all the racing he's done with his professional career. This is going to be a fantastic championship again. Long way to go in Shifter Masters Rock. It'll be a, a battle in the very final lap, I expect. All right, folks, done with our first particular segment here when we get back. Quick run through Senior Rock and Junior Rock, and we'll wrap up the next segment talking about the drivers going for the championship in Masters Rock. I think we all know that in racing, every kid's dream is to progress through to the top levels of motorsports. Take that first step with the Will Power Kart. This new karting chassis was launched in collaboration with IndyCar champion Will Power, Kart Republic, Kart Sport North America, and MPG Motorsports. Two models are available through Will Power Kart with the WP12 and WP Mini, which will get you from Cadet all the way through the shifter kart categories. In its first season, Will Power Kart secured victories and podiums at the national, regional, and club level, including two United States Pro Kart Series championships. The kart is primed and ready to take you to victory lane. Visit willpower.com to learn more about their chassis lineup. Follow them on all social media platforms. Will Power Cart. All power. Are you ready to make the jump from karting to race cars? Then check out the top-rated Allenberg Racing Schools at WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca in Monterey, California, led by former Formula One World Championship driver Alan Berg. Whether you're starting a racing career, looking for a new adventure, honing your driving skills, or seeking an unforgettable experience driving the world-famous corkscrew, our team of professional coaches and proven curriculum will provide you with everything you need to drive our race cars to the limit. Programs in 2021 include one-day, two-day, and three-day schools. Successful graduates earn their certification to apply for a SCCA racing license. For schedules and more information, check out our website, allenbergracingschools.com, or call us at 888-722-3220. Custom group and corporate programs also available. Welcome back to the 19th episode of our EKN Outlap, our preview podcast uh, as part of the EKN Trackside Live presented by Cooper Tires. Uh, David Cole and myself, Rob Howden, kind of give you a little insight into what's going to be happening this particular weekend at Sonoma Raceway for the final round of the Challenge of the Americas. David, pretty easy to roll through Senior Rock and Junior Rock. We talked about it and by the numbers. Just the way the West Coast is right now, all the drivers, you know, kind of gravitating over to the 100cc air-cooled class. Uh, Only one entry, pre-entry in Senior Rock. Only one pre-entry in Junior Rock. Um, both those drivers essentially will lock the championship. Liam Lech has won all four races in senior rock. 
shame. I would like to have seen Macy Williams and Andrew Zimmer and those guys back out here again. Uh, Zimmer, I think they'll moving over to the senior 100cc. Yeah, Zimmer moving over to 100cc. Uh, Macy Williams is going to be there, uh, but just not entered yet. So we're not sure if she is going to race the senior rock or if Liam is just going to go and uh, and run solo to uh, to clinch up the championship at least on Saturday because that'll that'll kind of lock things yeah, up. Park it after that, uh, right? <laughs> yeah, and they, they they both did double duty uh, throughout the two weekends, two opening weekends. So uh, they'll both be racing in the senior 100cc category as well. Uh, junior rock class, just one entry as well. Tristan Young, the only driver, I believe, uh, to go junior rock. Am I correct on that? Let me scroll back up. Yes. Yeah, Tr- Tristan on the VME out of Mesa, Arizona. Only driver entered. Uh, Frankie Mossman was able to win the first three. Young got the fourth race win, the second end of the double header at Calspeed. But he's the only driver in this one here. David Mossman actually running in Louisiana. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's kind of the uh, the issue with uh, this category. Mossman obviously relinquishing the uh, – the top spot to Tristan Young for the uh, for the championship, and uh, again, we'll see uh, we'll see how he what if he elects to uh, to maybe move over to a category on the weekend or not. Let's look at uh, Masters Rock. This one a little bit different, David, because the Masters drivers uh, are ready to get into a battle for this one because we got we got guys in the championship all essentially uh, coming up here to run. I think the only driver I don't see on a pre-entry list in the championship top five. Uh, would be Mike Smith, but having a look at it right now, seven pre-entries, David, Derek Wang looking to go, was it, is it third straight championship? Going for a third straight, which wow. has never been done never been in done. challenge history. So that's uh could be a historic weekend for, uh, for Derek Wang. If he is able to, uh, to come through with the championship, obviously going to need to, uh, to get the job done over the two rounds. Uh, round three had that DNF in the main event, so that kind of has put his, a blemish on his record already going into the weekend. So he's going to need to pull off uh, two, you know, not necessarily perfect, but going to have to be two solid rounds uh, at Sonoma to be able to clinch the championship because Adam Kasich only thirty nine Kasich only thirty nine points uh, out of the uh, the championship lead right now. Well, and David, you said it right. It was that DNF that that makes it tough. That drop that is essentially would be his drop race right now, and, and that's the key. Is he doesn't have the, the the total number. If he ends up getting another DNF, that blows things wide open. Especially when you think that, uh, that Tim Meyer is only back by eighty points. Billy Cleveland really only back by hundred and one. If Cleveland has a perfect weekend, that could change things a little bit as well. Not a lot of drivers in the field. That's going to play into it as well because if there's only seven drivers even finishing last is going to give you seventh place points so it could be interesting but like you said david pretty much a, a battle down between Derek wang and adam Cassick. yeah but you you mentioned the name billy cleveland uh yeah. loves the sonoma racetrack uh so he you know he was able to come through with the victory uh after Derek wang had his dnf on, on round three uh so you know he's gonna he's gonna be in the hunt for sure along with as you said tim meyer uh will be there as well uh, Pergandi, David Pergandi likes Sonoma, does very well there. So we'll be able to see if he's able to kind of up the ante a little bit and be able to hang with, uh, with the top drivers, uh, on the weekend. Well, in this segment here, we just did the junior rock, senior rock and masters rock for a total of nine entries. Come back after this break. We're going to talk, uh, senior hundred CC junior hundred CC and masters hundred CC, which is 43 <laughs> entries in total. The hundred CC categories It's very strong on the challenge of the Americas. We'll dive into all three of those categories after this quick break. It all started in 1994 
when former successful kart driver Albino Perilin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perilin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perilin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America, and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Parallel USA is North America's source for Parallel products, and we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans tag single-speed chassis for junior and senior classes, and the 28mm mini kart for the cadet classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world. And it's on top of the podium in the USA as well, with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro de Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parolin. For more information, head to ParolinUSA.com. Two thousand nineteen marked a new era for the Cartlift brand, the company that Tim Coyne owned and operated since two thousand three one with a long tradition of quality products for the karting industry was purchased by Ted Fashing and his business, Stockholm Karting Center, in October of 2019. Stockholm Karting Center, Inc. has added the Kartlift brand to their very successful Triple T Race Products brand that has been fabricating parts for the drag racing industry for the past 25 years. We're small enough where the owner answers the phone and every call is important to us, but we're large enough to get the job done. We pride ourselves on the quality and personal customer service that we provide on the phone or at the track. Cartlift stands, as you know, can be found at racetracks all over the country. If you race alone, or if you're a parent with a cadet or junior driver, let our one-man winch lift make your race days easier. Position the hooks under the rear bumper, push the button, and your cart is raised into position and you're ready to go. We have traditional cart stands, single upright storage stands, Cartlift stackers for storing two carts at once, tire changers, and skid plate kits. Cartlift stands are available at the finest cart shops around the country, or you can order online at cartlift.com. For more information, give us a call at 877-777-8020. That's 877-777-8020. Get a cartlift and leave your crew at home. As I said, 43 drivers to talk about here running in the 100cc categories of the final round of the Challenge of the Americas up in Sonoma, California. Welcome back to our EKN Outlap podcast, David. Let's uh, begin with Senior 100cc, 19 pre-entries in total. We've had three different winners on the season. Blake Nash, Liam Lech, and Jake Drew all scoring victories. Lech, though, coming into this weekend with a 74-point lead over Blake Nash. We'll see what happens, but there's a lot of stuff to talk about here that uh, because of the conflict, I think, uh, could blow this thing a little, not so much blow it wide open, but kind of lean it towards Lech. Yeah, it's leaning towards Lech, certainly going into the weekend with Blake Nash not going to Sonoma, going to be moving over to the NOLA Motorsports for that event. So uh, Lech essentially comes in with a 124-point lead. Uh, so a little bit of a, a Christmas came early for, for Lech in terms of the championship chase. 
So uh, essentially going to just need to kind of cruise around and not uh, not uh, pull off any DQs or DNFs over the two rounds to essentially lock up both championships in the, uh, in the senior categories. Uh, yeah, we had mentioned Nash heading to the Winter Nationals in, in New Orleans. You throw in uh, Andrew Zimmer, add him uh, in the Ital cart for Italian Motors. I think that's strong. When you look at the grid, David, do you see a couple of local drivers? We've already talked about how, how, how good the locals can be. Any of the locals there that you think that uh, potentially stand out for you? Well, the driver's sitting now second in the championship. Uh, uh, oh, man, man. See, I knew I know how to say his name. And I can't say it right now. Oh, Kiriakis Sukis. yes. <laughs> yep. Kiriakis yep. Sukis. Uh, you know, home track for him as well, uh, or a NorCal driver. Uh, so knows the Sonoma racetrack very well. Um, you know, he's going to be one to watch. Uh, you can look at Michael Mishoff. Maybe he'll be able to step up his game a little bit. Uh, that's one name that we haven't seen up front all year long, and uh, we we were expecting to see him up front. Who was uh, that, so David? Maybe, Sorry, Michael Mishoff. Yep, good call. So yep, maybe we'll sure. be able to uh, to see him on the expiry uh, towards the front. Uh, you know, you got you got to factor in Macy Williams. You know, him, her, and Lech have been uh, kind of right there together all all season long at the challenge, and and not only senior rock but also senior 100 cc. So uh, those are some names to watch. Uh, Alex Siragusa. Yeah, uh, he might be one to watch. They were he was up there last weekend for the uh, the Rock Sonoma event. So a number of these drivers that were gonna that are gonna be in this category were up there this past weekend, uh, racing at Rock Sonoma. So uh, a lot of time has been put in by uh, a lot of drivers for for this race weekend. Yeah, and we, we've seen this guy run well too at, at the events. Uh, Eddie Shimon on the GFC, I think maybe a guy to 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 keep in your in your crosshairs as well, David. He could he could have a good weekend. Yeah, coming back to uh, challenge racing uh, has been gone all season long. Coming back, and uh, we'll see if Wesley Boswell is wrenching for him again this year. That's it. That's it. All right, let's go to Junior 100cc, David. 16 pre-entries, and then we set off the get-go here. The amazing thing is we've had four different winners on the season. Laney Benjamin with a victory. Christian Cameron uh, with the, with a race win as well. Lydia Small ha- had a victory. A number of different race winners here. Who else am I missing? I'm, oh, I'm missing Gonzalez as well, Gonzalez. right? Yep. Uh, the local driver from down in Cal Speed uh, running there. Is Gonzalez, is he coming to run this one, or is he heading... I think he may be heading to Louisiana as well. He, yeah, he'll be in Louisiana as well. Okay. So there are four different winners, David, but the championship, only 24 points between Laney Benjamin and Christian Cameron. I think this this is going to come down to a battle because this really is it's their home track for both drivers, right? Uh, Christian Cameron, it is his home race oh, track. Benjamin, Benjamin Laney, is a, like, a SoCal. SoCal. That's right. Laney yeah, is SoCal. SoCal. So uh, going to a track, uh, again, I'm not sure if she was part of the uh, the Rock Sonoma last weekend, but uh, going to a track probably not very familiar with, not as familiar as it is to uh, to Cameron, who's grew, <laughs> grown up <laughs> right? at that racetrack. So yeah. uh, so he'll be one to watch, but you, you also got to factor in uh, Cooper Eau Claire sitting there in third championship new driver to the to the series uh only 99 points out uh is kind of gaining that momentum was that uspks uh two weeks ago kind of got getting that momentum getting that familiarity with uh racing at the top level so uh, we'll see if uh he can kind of break out with maybe become the fifth different winner uh, on the year yeah, in this category uh, Lydia Small sitting there fourth in the championship, hundred points back. But watch for uh, another driver. We expected to see a little bit more uh, towards the front this year. Stephen Isert, 
sitting in fifth in the championship, 107 points back. But again, home track. So uh, with Speed Sense Motorsports. Yeah. So we'll see if he's able to be one of the uh, the five round winner for round five or round six. Uh, could be interesting as well as we move to the Masters 100cc class. Uh, we're over to Masters here right now. Mike Smith uh, not doing the double duty in the uh, the Masters Rock class, but is running its Masters 100cc. Not surprising, David. He is the point leader over Tim Meyer by, by only four points. Smith has not won yet, though. He's been consistent throughout the four rounds. The the, the winners so far, Tim Meyer was able to sweep Phoenix. Carlos Calderon uh, jumped in for a race win at uh, at Cal Speed, and Brett Harrelson as well was able to get a win there. Harrelson was very strong at Cal Speed, but this uh, Smith Meyer battle should be interesting. They're going to go for a championship, but you can simply not count out Calderon anytime you come to, to Sonoma. No, I, I I think that's what it's going to be. I think Calderon is going to be kind of leading the field all weekend long. That's my kind of my projection. You know, my yeah. bracket entry. You know, I'm going to put him in the final four. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of unlike his Illinois did, you know, where, you know, they kind of, you know, faltered out there, the, Ooh, the uh, contest there, there. So our first March uh, Madness slam right there. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, I think, uh, I think, you know, focus will be for the championship on Meyer and Smith, obviously Smith, not doing the double duty. He's kind of going all in with the masters hundred CC uh, championship chase there to kind of keep, uh, keep his, uh, keep his focus and not, uh, not kind of, venture off and, and kind of get lost in the in the shuffle because oh again only four points separating those two going into the weekend so eyes on the championship will be them but i think i think all the money all my bracket money is going on calderon for the for the victories uh another notable david you want to bring up a little bit ian uh, kunches as well moved to master at calspe he's back in the masters category again with forward direction motorsport on the comp cart yeah, he showed spe- uh, speed uh, at Cal Speed, moving up to the Masters class, and was top five both days. So I think he he'll be one to kind of watch as a uh, as a podium contender, along with uh, Dana Estes and 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 Brian Phillipson coming back. We'll see if uh, uh, how the podium kind of shakes out with uh, all six of those drivers. All right, folks, one more uh, quick break here. We get back. We'll talk mini rock. We'll talk micro rock, and we'll wrap things up here from this edition of the Outlap. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Spec Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. And the all-new IgniteKarting.com website provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Karting is a spec kart that features the Margay Racing chassis with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes utilize the same Ignite K3 kart which puts all the emphasis squarely on the driver. You can race the Ignite package from Margay at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for 2021 include the Ignite Majors, featuring events at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, Quincy Grand Prix, and Newcastle Motorsports Park. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regional-based Ignite Challenge Series at tracks in Iowa, Missouri, Indiana, and Illinois. Local club programs have been established in Idaho, Texas, Nebraska, New York, Ohio, and Florida. All the information that you're looking for on events throughout the country and on all the Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, is available at IgniteKarting.com. Get off the couch and on the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. 
you can buy all the latest and greatest products on the market. But when you're carting to win, it boils down to one thing, you, the driver. Gain the knowledge and abilities by investing in yourself at the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy, and you'll find those extra tenths of a second you need to put yourself on the podium. The school was established by Supercarts USA Hall of Fame driver Alan Rudolph with decades of victories and championships in multiple forms of the sport, including other disciplines of racing. The Alan Rudolph Racing Academy, located at the Speed Sports Racing Park in the metropolitan Houston area, is designed to teach driving skills at all levels. The instructors of the academy have decades of racing experience and educating drivers of all ages. Classes at the academy will teach the concepts and skills needed both behind the wheel and off the track. From the beginning kart racing experience and intro to karting courses, to their advanced one-day and two-day courses and karting clinics, the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can improve the skills of any driver. For more information on the specific programs that the Allen Rudolph Racing Academy can provide for you, head to speedsports.com and click on the Racing Academy page. Be sure to follow the Academy on social media by searching for Alan Rudolph Racing Academy. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network. Rob Howard alongside David Cole as we uh, bring you the EKN Outlap as part of our trackside live coverage for this coming weekend's Challenge of the Americas in Sonoma, California. We'll wrap up the championship for 2021, see who the champions are, see who's winning the tickets to go to the Rock Cup Super Final. Uh, David, Mini Rock and Micro Rock, Again, seeing the stronger numbers, the growth here over the last couple of years in the cadet categories on the challenge, really, really positive. 14 pre-entries coming into the mini rock category. Two different winners, though. John Antonino has been super strong. He won the first three races. Uh, Rocky Moran, uh, the what, the third, uh, able to get his first win, a very popular win in the fourth round, the second end of the of the doubleheader at, uh, at Cal Speed. Uh, 64 points between Antonino and Moran in the championship. Uh, John's just going to play his cards right to come away with the title. Yeah, it was was started from the back, kind of like how he did at round two in, in, in Phoenix for round four at Cal Speed. Just wasn't quite able to get up into the uh, the top five there uh, on on Sunday at Cal in Fontana, but uh, was still able to uh, secure good enough points to be Ahead by, as you said, 64, ahead of Rocky Moran, round four winner. Moran, obviously going to need a little bit of help on the weekend to kind of close in the gap to uh, to jump Antonino over the on the weekend. Uh, it, it, you know, We'll see what happens, obviously, with the mini category. Uh, a number of top contenders, you talk about Gage Korn, also on the Race Factory, uh, Truly Adams on the VLR, uh, Gavin Witt on the Comp Cart, a number of different drivers kind of been up there a little bit. Uh, you add in like a Nico Serafati. Uh, he's going to be, uh, 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 at his home track. So that's going to kind of help put him up a little bit more. Uh, so we'll see kind of how this shakes out, but, uh, essentially right now, you know, all the, uh, all the moment, not momentum, but the, uh, the advantage is on Antonino. You had mentioned here in the notes that we got uh, Gage Corn actually not on the uh, the entry list uh, at yeah, this point correct. here in the yep. in the race factory, and I think you got to throw out uh, Cypress Andrus as well, running with the GFC, another California kid who's got a lot of track time at Sonoma. He could have a good outing, I think, as well for Cypress. Yeah, again, we'll see how this uh, this category shakes out because again, you just not quite you don't quite know what's going to happen when when you have uh, the large lead groups that we've been seeing in this field. All right, let's go to Micro Rock. Eight pre-entries. Let's hope they get a couple more uh, stragglers to come in to see if we can't go to double digits. Uh, 
Three different winners on the season so far, David, in the first four rounds. And those three drivers, oh, first, second, and third in points. 27 points separate the front-running trio. Jackson Porter on the Nitro, Ashton Wood on the Nitro, and Reese Bowman on the comp cart. This one far from over with just 27 points separating the top three. Well, unfortunately, uh, Ashton Woon will not be at uh, Sonoma, so we Ooh, do have a, all right. We do have we do have a you know again we were waiting to see the the Scusa entry list. We were yeah. able to get it this morning, uh, so Woon will be in Nola. So uh, that is uh, that's unfortunate for the championship chase. But it, instead of three drivers, it's now two. Uh, Reese Bowman, as you said, won round three, so kind of has that momentum, has the ability to go up there and, and win. Uh, Porter winning the opening round, but he has yet to go back to the top of the podium. So uh, those two drivers will certainly do battle. But again, as as we've kind of been seeing, and I mentioned earlier, this category, all the drivers are right there uh, at Cal Speed. We're battling back and forth uh, for the victories in both both main events. So I expect to see the same uh, when you throw in Braylon Underwood. Um, you have Mateo Calderon, who joined in Cal Speed last month. Uh, racing at his home track, he'll be a little bit more comfortable, uh, a little bit more uh, confident in his surroundings. And then Troy Ferguson on the Bennick was super fast at Cal Speed, so he's going up to Sonoma. So I expect to see him uh, in the fight as well all weekend long. So again, it'd be racing for the top of the podium, but you got drivers like Porter and Bowman who are going to be kind of focused a little bit more on the championship chase. Well, here's the thing too. Mateo Calderon, I believe, won this past weekend at yes. the uh, at the the Rock Sonoma race. So he's got a bit of momentum. Got some, you know, he loves the racetrack. Got the confidence of the win there. Are we going to see a father son victory here? Are, they, are, are the Calderones taking home two P one trophies? Let's say no, because are they taking four P one trophies home on the weekend? What do you think? I think that's almost like the odds of Oral Roberts winning the <laughs> tournament. Um, there it is, folks. But it's not. Reference it's number not, two. It's probably actually better odds than Oral Roberts. I think it is. Yeah. So uh, you know, with that, you know, obviously, I've already put my money and my chips on uh, on Carlos winning in Masters Hundred CC. Uh, yeah. Again, Micro, you just don't know, and that's that's going to be the wild card in that in that uh, that um, uh, trifecta bet. So uh, yeah, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but uh, it could it could be done. And if it is, I think that'll be a uh, a new challenge record. I don't think we've ever had a father-son duo win at the challenge. So that's going to be uh, in, that's going to be very interesting. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, though, folks, that that wraps up our Ecan Outlap, our preview podcast for this coming weekend's Challenge of the America. It's going to be a fantastic weekend. Uh, first and foremost, uh, the competition is going to be great. But David, with the weather coming in, the cross our fingers that the forecast plays well. Sunny and low seventies could be just an absolutely perfect weekend in Sonoma. David, you're heading out there on Thursday. I know. I want to say from the airport to the track, there's at least three in and outs. I'm pretty sure there's three. One outside the airport, right? One coming up, and then one right before you turn uh, to head over to the track itself. So you're going to stop at least one of those on the way to the track for sure, or the well, hotel. Yeah, unfortunately, there's only two on the way to the hotel that oh, we know right. of. Um, I might stop at both just, just at both. to make sure. I, I, one's before the bridge, one's after the bridge, so that makes sense. Uh, and the, yes, there is one near from the hotel to the racetrack, so that'll be... Uh, visited at least once or twice on the weekend. I think 
A couple of people owe me some In-N-Out burger meals as it is already. I cannot so. wait. I can't wait to see your expense report, David. You're making to make me drool. Oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be but, good. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm excited because I love. I love watching racing at Sonoma. It just. It just. Uh, it produces great racing. A lot of passing opportunities. As you continue to say, the 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 scenery is. Uh, you know, if it was next to the ocean, it'd be perfect. But it's oh, it's I, yeah, I it, it is still great a great view looking out of the uh, the valley there in Sonoma. Uh, it's 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 very picturesque. So we'll be able to get great images all weekend long, and uh, and I'm sure Sean Beer will be able to get some good footage for their video recap and, the, and obviously the uh, the wrap up magazine that they do as well too. So it's a blur. Uh, it's a blurry photos. Some blurry photos, yes. Well, you know, with the cameras now today, it's kind of hard to do blurry photos, so he just kind of points and shoots now. They're cold proof. Yeah, it works out. Uh, but uh, hey, dude, uh, you'll be you'll be working with uh, Tim Chappy Chapman. He'll be on the mic this weekend. Yeah, Tim will be on the mic, so you everybody will be able. I know you'll be busy, but everybody else can listen in at uh, ecardingnews.com/slash/live to follow all the action all weekend long from the team Cooper Tire Broadcast Center. Uh, this weekend's uh, show is going to be presented by Courtney Concepts, CRG Nordam, and Allenberg Racing Schools. Yeah, and again, follow uh, everything that Dave does on social media. As you, as you know, folks, uh, top 10 from all the results up on Facebook and Twitter immediately after. David actually gets a photo from the session up there as well. It's a lot better when – so excuse me, it'll be just the results. David on the track taking the photos for a lot of the sessions, not every session. Uh, me, on the other hand, I'll be on the mic and doing everything at once, so I won't be able to get any shots for where I'm going to be. But, uh, yeah, follow all the social media. It's going to be interesting, folks, because our social media is going to be that that jumble, as we said. There's two races going on. I'll be at the Scusa Winter Nationals. David's going to be at the Challenge Finale. So it's all going to be mixing up in our, in our, our feeds. There's going to be a lot of stuff coming out. Uh, I'll start the day off early because I'll be there three hours before David will, and he'll take it into the evening uh, on the West Coast. Make sure you follow our hashtags for this particular one. Uh, hashtag EKN at Coda, hashtag Sonoma, and hashtag Let's Rock. David, uh, just going to be good to get out there. You know, obviously, the, the challenge of the America's crew is a family. Always great to see those guys. You're going to have an awesome time. Capping off this year's challenge, man. Sunny weather, low 70s, great racing, fantastic track, an absolutely perfect equation. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. That's it. All right, folks, we are done here on the EKN Outlap. Thank you so much for joining us. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.